Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. I'd like to say hi, rock stars of the small business world. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I'm your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach, trainer, and strategist for, well, about 20 years now. I'm the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., which is a coaching practice specialized in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. And here's where it gets really cool. I believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that I created a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. Now, I want to tell you, surely I did not do this alone. I reached out to find other brilliant practicing experts and invited them to co-author with me. In fact, our guest today is one of those brilliant practicing experts, Tamara Burkett. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Hello. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah. She is here on the scene. <laughs> Okay, so here's the cool thing that you need to know about Tamara Burkett. She is a number one best-selling business author. She is an international best-selling business author. Yay! Yeah. Congratulations. That's unique. Thank you. <laughs> and she's a pretty cool person that I like hanging out with. But let me tell you a little bit more about Tamara Burkett. She is also known as the Customer Loyalty Architect. That is so cool, Tamara. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love saying that. I love mentioning that to people. They're like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I bet you do because it is really cool and unique. And I'm so thrilled that you're with us today because we need experts like you sharing your wisdom to help us navigate these times uh, that, gosh, we're in a lot of upheaval, aren't we? Yes, we are. Absolutely. Okay, so should we just dive into our conversation and yeah. let others experience the wow that you bring? <laughs> well, yes, let's, <laughs> let's dive shall right we? in. <laughs> we shall. We uh, shall. <laughs> okay, so shall we will. Okay, let's, let's just talk about this. Today's conversation is about building influence through making powerful introductions. Yes. <laughs> uh, in one of our recent episodes, I kudoed you on this. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, this, this isn't just, hey, Tamara wants to talk about this and, and make you think she's all good about it. No, she is great at this. She is quite masterful. So I want everybody, if if you have a moment, you're probably going to want to get something to take some notes on, or you'll have to go back and listen to this again mm -hmm. and take some notes because Tamara is going to drop some really great wisdom bombs here. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. What on earth makes an introduction powerful? Well, there are a, a few pieces that go into a powerful introduction. Uh, the first is, who are you connecting? Uh, and for that, you, sh you have to be intentional about 
who you're putting together. It's, it's like being a matchmaker and you connect people together with the intention of it being a amazing meeting. So when you look at someone, when you think about people that you want to connect, you want to look at the, their pain points. What issues or challenges are they having? Um, how are their personalities? Do they seem like when you visualize the two people connecting, do you see it being um, something that's entertaining, that's lively, that they both enjoy? Uh, and then do they offer complimentary service? Is there some business, some, some potential to collaborate? Is there potential for them to be strategic partners, not just someone who needs services, right? So you, you're looking at those, those different areas. And then it's also how you connect them. Oh, Are I'm you, glad you're going to address this. Yeah. Because today there's so many different ways we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So the how is equally important. Right? It is important because you can send an email to two people introducing them to and one person is mostly on LinkedIn and they don't respond to emails and you want to prevent that from happening. You want to prevent uh, a dropped introduction for from happening because if that happens then they won't meet and then there's there can be some tension in the air if they were to meet again because the other person didn't respond. So you really want to make sure, yeah, that when you look at connecting people, you're making sure that it's on a platform or it's in the, it's some, you're doing it in a way that both people would see it and respond to it as soon as possible. Okay. Now I love hearing that. Mm -hmm. so, so the question I have for you, because, um, a lot of us are involved on different platforms that makes mm -hmm. it a little difficult to know which one might be the favorable one. Mm -hmm. Do you default to just email? I, I ask, I, I ask when I'm networking as, as we're getting to know each other, that's one of the questions I ask. What, how do you prefer to stay in touch? Or if I introduce you, what would be the best platform to do that? And so I, yeah, I just ask them because just assuming again can end in a dropped introduction. And I personally, I hate when that happens. If I'm introducing somebody, <laughs> if I'm putting two people together, I want them to meet. I want them to um, enjoy each other and when they connect and get something out of it. So I make sure that, um, I know what platform they want that they'll want to be introduced on. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. If you're going to take the time to do it, make sure it lands well and there's no tension anywhere. It's right. set it up for success, right? Right, right, right. And, and again, it goes back to the intention of the introduction. Not only do you know why you want them to, to meet, you express that when you do the introduction, uh, there's been times when in the past I would introduce two people and I'm so excited and I just want them to meet and someone responds, okay, well, why are we meeting? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that to happen. Um, so 
when I match two people together, I visualize how I want the meeting to go or what I want to happen in that meeting. And so when I write the introduction, I do take time out to explain what I like in that person, why I think they're so amazing. And I make sure that both introductions have the same energy, have the same importance so that they're equally excited to meet each other and they see each other as peers, not one wanting something from the other right? Because if the, the value is lower on one side than the other, chances are they're not going to respond. Or when they go into the meeting, they won't think as highly of that person as they should, or I want them to. I want both people to be excited about the connection, and I want them to meet. So you're really setting the stage for a great connection if you take the time to do it. Okay, I'm with you on that because mm -hmm. I have seen over all the different projects I've done or connections mm -hmm. or communities I've developed is how you begin something is typically mm -hmm. how it will end. Right. So if you're setting it up for a win, that's great. The other mm -hmm. thing you said that I thought was really important because I've had this happen. Mm -hmm. um, I've had people introduce me to a person, but I have no idea why I'm supposed to be talking to them. Right, right. And in slowing down the introduction a little bit, like you said, you visualize it to guide them as to why you think it's there. So it's like you being it, the three people together. If you mm -hmm. were all together in one room, you'd be saying, hey, you should meet so-and-so and you should meet so-and-so because you do this and you do mm -hmm. that and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Your introductions, Tamara, I know because I receive them. Mm -hmm. Thank you your introductions are masterful because when you send them, I know how I'm supposed to show up and what mm -hmm. our common ground is mm -hmm. or the potential conversation is. Right. And that to me is invaluable mm -hmm. because nobody has time to waste. Right. And that's another key is that when you're introducing people, you have to make sure that you you're articulating the value of why they should take the time out to get to know this person so me being an intentional and taking that time to to explain that in the in the introduction really kind of starts that process right it starts that process it gets both people excited and get them thinking about all the possibilities that can come out of that meeting. And that's where you want them to be. So then intention is huge. And a lot of people miss that mark. I've been uh, introduced to several people who were pegged as a connector. Oh, she's a connector. Or he's a connector, right? Mm -hmm. And so because of the word of mouth, I took the time and I met with that person. I met with that person in person, not Zoom, or even if I were, but I took the time out to meet with that person. And when I walked away from the meeting, I was disappointed because they weren't really connectors to my, to the, they weren't intentional. 
Okay, so they might have known it. a lot of people, but they're not right. connecting. Right. They're not right. They're not connected. Um, I've had uh, situations where people will say, well, you should talk to so-and-so and so-and-so and who else, and then walk away. <laughs> like, oh. And then that's the end of it. Like, oh, that's that's how you connect people. <laughs> you tell me their name and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay. I'm just sitting or, here a little like taken back, like, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> right. Like that that wasn't help. And nine times out of ten, they'll refer to people I already know. <laughs> like, well, okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's an indicator who the connector is, huh? <laughs> right. So, so if, if you want to be known as a connector, it's important that you take the time to do it well, because when you do it well, people will take it take you seriously when you when you introduce other people and then it's collateral. On top of that, it's collateral. It's building your brand. People will come to you when they need to get something done or they'll come to you when they have an opportunity because you're known to connect them and introduce them to people uh, who have value for them in their business. Okay, I get that. So there's a lot of benefits to making mm -hmm. great introductions right yes so adding value is one mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then you're you're talking about being the go-to right yes yes okay. being known to make things happen right oh yeah that's you yeah <laughs> <laughs> need to make some something happen Go to Tamara or go to Maggie or go to whomever because they may, even though they may not provide that service, they know somebody and they know somebody of excellence who can get the job done. Yes. That's the key. It is the key because a lot of people can be introduced to many different people all day long, but it's who are you truly seeking? Are you seeking somebody who's premier mm -hmm. are you seeking somebody who's a true expert that expertise you mentioned mm -hmm. excellence there's a big difference there so this approach also allows everyone to i oh I, this is a word i don't like using up level mm -hmm. <laughs> up level their network and as you said their brand and I, I think that is something that might be forgotten when we're um doing our introductions is that's a reflection of who we are yes it is a reflection of who we are and we talk about top of mind and referrals and all these things when if you provide a high quality introduction to somebody they're going to come back to you and if by chance they don't come back to you that's that's another reason to come back to them you can say, hey, Susie, you know, I introduced you to Bob. How did it go? So you'll get feedback. And I've done this before where I reached out to someone, asked them how the, how the meeting go, and they'll tell me, well, you know, this person ghosted me. Or I was interested in their service, but 
this A, B, C, and D I didn't like, or, you know, I was confused. I was able to go back and fix it. I was kind of like the facilitator mm. of that. And again, that comes back again to bring more value. In return, this person introduced me to several people, have gotten me on numerous podcasts. You know, I'm a columnist in in her online publication. I'm talking about Patty Farmer. It's like we have, we're, we're like power partners now mm. because of two introductions I did for her the first time we met. One person became a client of hers and the other person became a great referral source. And yeah, and those things can happen. And, and that's why I tell people, it takes one quality relationship to really change your business. That's if you do it right. (laughs) Well, of course, because you can have the opportunity right in front of you. But if you're not Mm -hmm. um, going ahead and honing in how to do this in a better fashion, Mm -hmm. it could just fall flat, right? Yeah, it can. Okay. So what you're saying is because you took the time to make some excellent introductions, mm-hmm. uh, you were able to gain some really nice collaborations and mm-hmm. visibility and uh, for the other person, customer, even though I know it's worked for customers for you as well, from mm-hmm. what we've talked about. Right. So the possibilities become endless, don't they? They do. And this is really how you leverage your network. Ah. This is the key to leveraging your network, is making powerful introductions with the people in your circle and the new people that who you meet. And so now it, it's... It's another reason why I join networking groups. I'm not looking for just for myself necessarily. I'm really thinking about people in my network and who I can match them with. Okay, so what you just said is very powerful because I believe too many people still come into networking to Mm -hmm. do the transaction instead Mm -hmm. of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you see that too, because mm-hmm. you and I even co-presented that to a, right. a networking group. Yes, we did, and and it was pretty interesting what some of the feedback was. Yes, <laughs> because we opened up some eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> on how yeah, to we did really step yeah, up did. our game. So yeah. now the the thing is we're out there, we're doing all this networking. Um, There's so many people that we meet because Mm -hmm. now we have the opportunity to do it at scale because of technology, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So um, how, how do you keep track of who's awesome at what? So you know who to connect. Yeah. I, I do take notes. (laughs) I like to write down um, people's names as, you know, if they say something that resonates with me or some, somehow there's a spark like, Ooh, (laughs) I'm at attention now. I'll write down their names and sometimes I'll, I'll private message them (laughs) within the the meeting. 
Um, oh, I'm I'm one of those people that that like to chat <laughs> when we're having virtual meetings. Those private chats. Okay, <laughs> that's where the money is, <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> um, so I do. I reach out to them and say, "Hey, you know." These, what you said resonates with me. I would like to know more, get to know you. And I'll set up a time or I'll ask them for their calendar link or, you know, we'll, we'll agree to find a way to connect outside that meeting so we can learn more about each other. Uh, so that's, that's truly what I do is when I go through, when I listen to the introductions, I write it down. Um, and after, after we meet, and I believe this person will fit very well, nice and snug in my network, that's when I put them in my CRM system. It, okay. it's, it's a way to qualify them. Okay, so this is how you keep track of everybody is in a CRM. Mm -hmm. So if people mm -hmm. don't know what a CRM is, Tamara, what is that? Uh, CRM is a customer relationship management system. It's a software to help you organize and keep track of your contacts. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's the short end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's about as concise as I've ever heard it. <laughs> so it is. Okay, so it's, it's a great tool mm -hmm. to manage and keep track of all your conversations, all your, all your air quote people. Right. right. Yep. Okay. So then you, mm -hmm. you can go back and through the wonderful technology that it provides and mm -hmm. features, it can pull up certain people according to how you've um, right. made comments and enter right. data for them. Right. Right. How you organize them. If, if you tag them so you can find the type of people that you, you need to look up and in search and whatnot, you can do that. There's a lot of ways. It's really about organizing your people in a way that you can easily um, access that information and continue that conversation, continue to grow that connection. Okay, and I imagine that that looks, this whole organizational thing in the CRM looks very different for each individual, doesn't it? It does. It really depends on what's most important to you in terms of what information you want to collect, um, what is what information you want to see first, uh, where do you want to access the information, all those. There's a lot of moving components components to a CRM, okay. um, but that's to help you, again, stay organized and monitor your activities. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So thanks for sharing that tool because, you know, as you're saying this, I'm sitting here going, wow, I bet some people are sitting there saying, how the heck am I going to manage all this awesome? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's Not how. by spreadsheets. <laughs> no. Not by spreadsheets. <laughs> no, that might be good for like the first 20 or 30 people. But after that, it, even yeah. then, I'll say the first 10 people. <laughs> yeah. I you, mean, yeah. There, there's so much information that useful information about the people you meet. You, that you do want to keep and and be able to to go back and access that when the time comes for it, uh, and that's really how you that's how you make deals happen. That's how you 
really move up in the networking world. It's when they talk about, you know, uh, the fortune is in the follow-up and right. your net worth is your network. You can't really um, actualize those things um, unless you have a tool where you can keep track of who you're talking to, what did you talk about, what's important to them, really move that conversation forward and connect them to the right people. Well, I agree with you completely on that. And mm -hmm. when I was an executive recruiter, and it's hard to believe I left that almost 20 years ago, that whole industry after doing um, that very successfully with mm -hmm. uh, for about a decade. Mm -hmm. And my success was on the notes that I created in our CRM, mm -hmm. okay, or database or whatever it was called. Back in the 90s, it was called a database, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But we utilized it like a lot of the CRMs are today. We uh -huh. forced it to do things that it wasn't designed to do. <laughs> because we were, yeah, we, we did because we were savvy. Okay. But um, that's what generated the success. And I, I want to share what Tamara is speaking of is so important because now I left that industry almost 20 years ago and um, we didn't have all the fancy tools that we have today at the mm -hmm. beginning of the century when I left that. But I still have my client companies and my client candidates reach out to me on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and find me. And I got somebody that's, that's wanting to reconnect. Mm -hmm. and, and the only reason why I was so good at recruiting was because of all those notes I took. And I could pull it up any year, any day, any month. Mm -hmm. and review my notes and look like a rock star. Yes, yes. There is a saying, um, there's a, a quote I read and I just thought, wow, that really sums up what a CRM can do for you. And it says, a good tool can improve your work, but a great tool will improve the way you think. Mm. <laughs> and CRMs can truly do that. It, it will really open your mind up to all the possibilities of how to build rapport and, and how to deepen your relationships with people and, and get the sale or, or whatever opportunity that you're, you're looking for. Right, because as we were talking earlier, it's not just the sales. Sales will come, mm -hmm. but it's the relationships and right. the, the treasure is in building the relationship. Yes. And yes. we don't know what those will provide down the road. Mm -hmm. So we just need to be very mindful of that. I yes. love this. So here we're yes. talking about all these really great benefits mm -hmm. to making powerful introductions. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should dial it back for a moment. And okay. Say, <laughs> and a tool. You know, you just mm -hmm. told us all about how CRMs mm -hmm. can help us do this really beautifully. Mm -hmm. How can listeners begin making powerful connections? What the heck should they start with? You should start with, with your network. Think of those people who may be top of mind for you and and what you like about them right so make a list of your top five or ten people and think about 
what what their needs are do you know their needs do you know what they're working on right start thinking about that and then start thinking of somebody who would would make a good connection for them that they don't already know mm. so think about those things right um and it'll come it'll come to mind if you start thinking about other people who you connect who you can connect them to and start being more intentional about it a lot of information will start popping up in your mind about them maybe you really enjoy their personality right maybe you know somebody that has a similar personality or you know if once they get together they would have a great time right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Right? right and start thinking about their business be a little strategic about how they can work together or what type of conversation they can have um and and once once you do that you can you know you can go back to those people and ask them if they're interested of being introduced to someone so again this is you playing matchmaker you can say, hey, Tom, I know somebody who's a great marketing strategist, have a brilliant mind, and this is what I like about them, and I think they will be a good connection for you because of, can I introduce them to you? Nine times out of ten, they'll say, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yes, introduce me. So then you would want to get there. Okay, so what would be the best way to introduce you? Are you on LinkedIn, email? Okay, you got that information. You can even ask them if they want to write something or ask them if there is a particular way they want to be introduced. Okay, right. everybody, I got really quiet there because I was nodding my head yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you ask someone, because there are so many times people can, can screw that up. I had a person who introduced me to someone in the UK, and I guess he had a huge program, you know, he was like a, this huge influencer there, and I had someone from my network introduce us on Facebook through Instant Messenger, and she gave the, him this like amazing introduction and mine was just like a one or two liner. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> why would he ever respond to that? <laughs> like, I have no value to him, right? What value based on her and <laughs> this person's introduction of me? Like, why would he? <laughs> oh, so so he <laughs> I love that. That's a really good tip of make sure that, that it's uh, a balanced introduction. Yes, it's balanced. Equal value, right? There we go. Equal value. So okay. do that and have fun. Have fun with the introduction. Let your, your energy and excitement for those two coming together really shine through your introduction, the words that you use to describe or, you know, address why they should meet and see what happens. Follow up with them, you know, pay attention to see if they actually respond <laughs> and see what happens. And I tell you from, from my method of introducing people, um, if you were to look at all of my social media platforms, you know, I'll, I'll post something or I make a comment, but really where I am is is in behind the scenes messaging and corresponding with people uh, and and 
and really having those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell you right now, my business is exploding. It may not look like that online, <laughs> but my business is exploding. <laughs> and it's, it's really because of these introductions. Correct. It mm-hmm. can be this simple. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's coming in with an ex, a, explorative ex, um, attitude right? Mm -hmm. And thinking about how we can show up to help others. So that Mm -hmm. give first type concept, right? Mm -hmm. Be really generous. I love this. So you said really simply, think about your top 10 people that have needs. What are their needs? Identify their needs. You you don't have to interview them. Just be thinking about, you know, Mm -hmm. what's happening in their world or, or maybe do a quick little reach out and say, Hey, what's happening in your world? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then you say, and then, and then start pondering who is a really good connection for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then go ahead and do the reach out, make sure that it's a balanced introduction. I mm-hmm. think that's a really important part. You do this quite well, by the way. <laughs> and then have some fun. But mm-hmm. here the key, the treasure is always in the follow-up, right? Yes. And that's, that's something else that I'm, that's why I stand apart from, from others is because I'll actually go back and do a follow-up. Hey, how, how did the meeting go? Did you meet? You know, mm-hmm. I, you don't have to spill the tea and tell me everything, but I really want to know how, how it went. So then if there's any feedback that I need to share with the other person, I will. Or if, if there's any feedback that tells me, you know what, I should not be introducing this person to anybody else (laughs) in my network, then I know, right? Right. Um, And that's the other important part about the follow up is to find out who may not be showing up the way you were hoping they were. Right, right. And, and I still come out looking like a rock star because very few people actually follow up with the introductions. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like yeah. my, um, I went to an event in 2012, spring mm-hmm. of 2012. I met a woman there um, who seemed to be like a really cool person. Mm-hmm. I reached out to her a week after that big event and it was mm-hmm. a multiple day event and we had a nice little chat and then I followed up with her a month later and uh, we speak almost every week and we support each other's businesses and um, you know guide each other share wisdom feedback all of that and we know mm-hmm. what's going on in each other's worlds mm-hmm. really like uh, so much more than accountability partner and mm-hmm. it's all because I made one phone call mm-hmm. and then I made another one. Right, right. And, and here it is eight years later and we're like, wow, mm-hmm. it's been eight years. Right. And that's amazing. That and it's is. it's just because of follow-up. It is. It is. That's amazing. And so you don't have to do this with everyone you meet. You right. Know, you pick the people who... Um, however you identify them, you know, whether it's about you just want to build a closer relationship with them, um, how, what, however you identify these people, but you know, it's, it's worthwhile to invest the time to 
make these powerful introductions because I mean you receive so much more than what you actually give if you take the time to do it right mm, there you go you win tenfold or I think you say sevenfold right sevenfold you do yeah <laughs> it's yeah. probably like 32 fold or something right right <laughs> keep track of it after 10 <laughs> right right okay absolutely cool and I'd love to keep talking with you mm -hmm. because you're such a, a genius at this I don't even know what to say oh a brilliant practicing expert there we go <laughs> there you go <laughs> um and before we do our wrap up because time is of the essence mm -hmm. is there anything mm -hmm. else you'd like to add oh I I'm just lost for words right now. <laughs> It'll probably take me another five minutes to say. Okay, so let me ask say. you a different question. <laughs> What's your favorite food, Tamara? Oh, my favorite food is tacos. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the taco band rag wagon right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I did not know that, but that's something we have in common. So how cool is that? <laughs> Really cool. <laughs> yeah. We should go on a taco hop. <laughs> well, that that is interesting. However, I'm so messy when I eat tacos. Like I have sour cream up to my eyes and down to my <laughs> chin on the other side of the face. That I I made a promise that I would never eat a taco in public. Oh really? Oh. That's how bad it is. <laughs> we should totally do a taco hop one of these days. Uh, okay, be fun. so I'll. <laughs> I'll do one better with you because I'm going to hold true to that promise. Mm -hmm. But we'll have to, you and I have a taco uh, conversation right. and dinner okay. sometime right. or lunch, okay? <laughs> but not in public. I can't do that. <laughs> My husband laughs. He's like, you will hold true to that. I'm like, for the sake of everyone else. <laughs> Oh, I can get messy with you. Hey. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now. Two chicks enjoying tacos. Yeah, that could, that could be dangerous. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> and I need your help wrapping it up, so pay attention. Right. Listeners, if you want to learn more and engage with number one best-selling business author and sometimes a really great goof to hang out with, check out Tamara Burkett. In our book series, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, we, um, at this time, we have three different published volumes. Uh, Tamara was in volume three, which is the book yes. with the ruby red cover. Ruby red. Smoking hot, baby. Yes. And... Um, you can find our book series on Amazon. We're everywhere, but that's the easy place, and you'll see all, mm -hmm. all three of the books. So I just want to let you know, Tamara's in Volume 3, Ruby Red, and she wrote uh, a chapter, and it's titled Cracking the Code, How to Harness the Power of CRM. So when she got her little CRM genius on, that's where she was pulling that from, because mm -hmm. she really knows how to do this stuff quite well, of course. <laughs> Um, so you can check her out there and at the bottom of her author's page, she has a very cool free and relevant gift. So Tamara, are you going to tell us about that one today or a different one? 
I actually have a different one. Uh, that might be more today. appropriate for today's yeah, conversation. more appropriate for today. And so what, what we're talking about all involves networking. So this is a time to prove your networking skills to see where you are. Are you Ooh. a master networker? Need a little help? Are you in between? Uh, so it's a fun quiz. It's called networkingiq.com. Love it. Okay, so we're going to put in the show notes where that, how they can get a hold of that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, also, I want to let everyone know that Tom Raw has been on several other podcasts of ours. Let me share this, the um, numbers of the episodes she's on, and again, that'll be in show notes. Are you ready for this, folks? Here, here we go. 102, 110, 115. 124, 130, 137, and 141. And then, of course, this one. Okay, so she, she's got it all dialed in. If you want to know how to do this better, you need to be listening and engaging with Tamara Burkett. Okay, now there's also another way you can get a hold of Tamara, and that's by going to your your um let's see what is it your app store and it doesn't matter which store you're in if you go type in brilliant biz book i'll say that again brilliant biz book um download that free app you're going to find out about all of our authors and you'll see our podcasts and a whole bunch of other stuff but most importantly once you're there i want you to click on a feature that's called ask an expert and look for Tamra because you can ask her any question that you want. Send that off to her. She'll get it as an email and send a message back to you and, and guide you through whatever wisdom it is you're seeking. Right, yes. Tamra? Yes, I will. Isn't that a pretty cool feature? It is. It yeah. Is. Yeah. Now, I want to thank you today for your time and your wisdom sharing, Tamara, because you, you got this dialed in. You're welcome. It was fun to share. It's fun. I can talk about this all day. So <laughs> I know we could, but we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> okay. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. We'll be back next week. So until then, shine brightly. Bye.